0: Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.
1: What's the key to discovering delectable dining? Find something that sizzles. A time-tested favorite. A feast for your eyes and palate. And a dining experience handled with care. In Vicksburg, the key to the South.
0: We're coming down to the final days of the opponent preview series as we go back to front. Uh, We are into September now, week four. That means we're talking about South Carolina, maybe the biggest game on the schedule for Mississippi State and for South Carolina. Who else could talk to but my handsome young son from the state in Columbia, Ben Portnoy. Glad to have him back on with me. I'm going to start with a a question that South Carolina fans aren't going to like, but South Carolina might have the toughest September of anybody in college football. It goes North Carolina and then Furman, and no matter what Michael Borky thinks, South Carolina is probably going to win that game. And then at Georgia, Mississippi State, at Tennessee, what happens if one in four happens?
1: I mean, that's the scenario we've been playing in our head for like three months now of this thing could get out of hand really quickly, and and it's not really necessarily a product that South Carolina's bad. It's just a brutal to the schedule you mentioned it that unc game week one in charlotte is a hell of a way to kick off the year and and it's going to be a really fun quarterback battle with drake may and spencer rattler but then you tie in the fact that you gotta yeah you get the Furman reprieve but you gotta go t- on the road to georgia you gotta go on the road to tennessee who's going to be out for blood after last year and then a mississippi state game like you said that I mean, I think that's as crucial a game for South Carolina as any on the schedule. And I think that, you know, it cuts both ways for Mississippi State as well. And I think that, you know, it's one of those games that we could look up and the winner of that game ends up winning like eight or nine games. And it, it kind of comes down to that. I think that both these teams are really good, but it's also one of those games that both these teams really need to have.
0: South Carolina, obviously, just like everybody else, getting camp started up this week and starting to practice. Are there any questions that you have about that team that can be answered in camp?
1: I mean, I don't know if like you or I have any eligibility left and can still play running back for South Carolina, but that's that's not the
0: right right position for me, buddy. That's not the right (laughs) one.
1: That's the one that I have right now. I mean, the South Carolina team at running back really has a lot of question marks, and I think that's something that could hamstring this this offense a little bit. And I think that I I just – I have a lot of doubts about how good South Carolina can be offensively if they don't get running back figured out. Now, they've got some bodies – to carry on Joyner who's played seemingly every position on the offense at this point uh, may end up being the starting running back this year. Uh, Juju McDowell has played a lot, but is, you know, five foot nine, 177 pounds. At least that's what he's listed at, whether that's actually real or not. You know, I I don't think that he can handle the beating and, and then you've got a couple other guys. You've got a four-star freshman and DJ Braswell who just got here this summer. And, and a guy in in uh, Mario Anderson is transferring up from the D two level, who had a really really good year last year. Uh, was a finalist for the Harlan Hill Trophy, which is a you know the D two Heisman. But at the same time, like there's just a lot of question marks. There's no proven name there. It may be a com- by committee approach, which could be fine. It's just that if South Carolina can't run the football or can't find a way to mitigate the fact they can't run the football, that really limits what Spencer Rattler is going to be able to do in the passing game. And I think that's why I take. Sort of a half step back from saying, okay, South Carolina is going to go out and win eight games again this year. It's all
0: going to come down, you know. You mentioned the running game, and they can have the best backs in the world. They can have the best quarterback, Spencer Adler, I think is is very good. But if they're not good up front, it, it doesn't really matter. What is this team going to be like on the offensive line?
1: I mean, the offensive line's a question mark, too, and it feels like this has been a question mark for South Carolina for like a decade now of what are they going to do on the offensive line. And, you know, they've got some talent. I will say that I think that not necessarily that there's addition by subtraction this year. They lose some guys who are super experienced, but I do think that they've got a guy in Rashawn Lee who's going to move over from guard to center. I think that's maybe a little bit more natural. He's probably the best pro prospect on this this roster as far as uh, on the offensive line, at least uh but then it's sort of an uncertainty you know you've got guys like Jalen nichols is going to be your starting left tackle he hurt his knee in the spring game and won't play this year so south carolina's going to figure out what they're going to do at tackle they've got some other pieces and some other guys but it's a lot of inexperience um as far as just straight starters now most of the guys that they are plugging in have played a lot of snaps have appeared in a lot of games you know you've got guys who have appeared in like 27 28 games how many of those they've actually been starters for and played significant snaps You peel back the curtain a little bit and there's questions there, but I think there's some experience as far as just like game reps, but just not as far as being starters. And that's, that's where I have a lot of question marks about that front, that front right now.
0: Let's slip over to the other side of the ball defensively. Where is this team strong?
1: Secondary is going to be really good again, I think. I think that, you know, people will gloss over and say, okay, they lost Cam Smith, who was a borderline, you know, was a second round pick, was a guy who was projected as a borderline first round pick. Darius Rush was a fourth round pick at cornerback. You lose two guys like that, that's a tough thing to swallow. They also bring back two guys who are freshman All-Americans at safety, and in, in DQ Smith and Nick Eamon and guys who I, I wouldn't be surprised if were actual All-Americans this year, especially Eamon Wari. Uh, and then at corner, uh, Marcellus dials a guy that I think a lot of people will circle and, and will say, you know, OK, he's been picked on a lot. His numbers aren't great, but he's played a ton of snaps opposite Rush and Smith and has been left on an island. And, has been, and when you're playing in a secondary with those guys in the defense, he gets picked on a lot and has seen a lot of receivers and a lot of different guys. And I actually think he's got some star potential and. And could end up being sort of a low-key NFL guy out of this team uh, this year. And I think he's got some talent and some upside. And there's an older guy, too. Played Juco ball before coming here and ha- has been sort of the number three corner for the last two years. Now, they've got to figure out what they're going to do at the second corner spot. There's some young guys that could fill in. Uh, uh, O'Donnell Fortune has been in the program for a long time and is now sort of expected to take that next step. He's a long, lanky guy and I think could could fit really well there. But Great name. We'll, we'll- O'Donnell it's a great one it's a, it's a good one All, sort of. O'Donnell all-name.
0: fortune I mean it sounds like he should yeah. be a Marvel bad guy
1: that's what I'm saying S- Sign him up for the all-name teams in the preseason yeah. and stuff. But he's a guy that I think can have, Take a step this year so there's some pieces There in the secondary that I think are going to be You know you're replacing guys but I think that they're Still going to be really really good and I, I will say Like I think Torian Gray is one of the best secondary Coaches in the country and I think he's proven That in two years at South Carolina and And we'll see what happens but I, I Think that secondary is going to be really really good again
0: So taking what you know about South Carolina and taking what you know about Mississippi State, which may be a little less because there's so much change here at Mississippi State, where does the biggest advantage in this game lie for South Carolina, and where does the biggest disadvantage lie?
1: I think it's going to be in the trenches is the biggest disadvantage, at least for South Carolina. I mean, you look at Mississippi State and that defense, they're bringing back just about everyone. The front seven is going to be really good again. South Carolina may get pushed around a little bit in that one and I think that that's that's what I circle at least you know, until South Carolina proves on the offensive line that they can figure things out and simplify and, and really get in a groove like they did down the stretch last year. I have a hard time believing the Mississippi state's not going to create some havoc there. Now that said on the defensive side, I think Will Rogers is in for a tough matchup. I mean, this is, a, like I said, this is a really good secondary and I will say South Carolina has got some issues on the defensive line that I haven't, that I haven't quite gotten to. And we could probably, you know, write a dissertation on at this point with as much as we've talked about it this off season. But um, I, I do think that like, even despite the fact that the pass rush might not be great this year, I do think that the secondary is going to be really good. And I think they've got a potential to be able to shut down with what Mississippi state's going to want to do in the passing game. And I think that, uh, you know, those are kind of the two things that I would circle, at least in this matchup going into next, that week.
0: Mississippi State's first trip to Columbia since 2013. First time these two teams have played since 2016. And uh, like we said, it's such a huge game because of the way the schedule sets up for both teams. State with their the two best teams in the West sca- sandwiching this game. South Carolina with the two best teams in the East sandwiching this game. have no idea who made this schedule, but didn't like either team. I'll, pu- I'll put it that way, so... Ben Portnoy, who, you know, I'm just going to tease this. Might have some big news soon. Soon? We won't talk about maybe. that. We'll see. Maybe. We'll maybe. talk, we'll we'll talk see. About Very good. Good to talk to you, buddy. Appreciate you, man. Always fun. A Super Talk Mississippi yeah. media production.